All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we discuss faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day because uh, we've got a great episode for you today. I'm really excited for it. I'm going to switch over to my face cam here and see if that's better. The HD camera, let's try that. Uh, I don't know why the other camera is glitching. Such a weird thing, guys. Um, the episode I have planned for today um, is going to be getting into my um, Akashic Records series. Okay, that's better. Am I? That's less glitchy. Okay, I don't know why. Why? Why is it glitchy? That was weird. We are back to normal. That's good. Good, good, good. Okay. Got my computer moved where I could see everything again. Gets the uh, camera all messed up, and then I can't see my screen. So there we go. All right. Um, as you guys join, sorry about the technical difficulties. You know, what What are you going to do? It, it's been a weekend, and here we are. We're live now. Um, so anyway, what we're talking about today is my Akashic Records series. Um, had a huge, huge uh series of requests for this really uh for quite some time um and i'm going to be talking about how this rejected book of the bible reveals the akashic records buckle in my episodes are normally about an hour and a half about 90 minutes this is episode number 354 it's 444 on the clock for confirmation you guys what's up orion this is the book i highly recommend the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. You can get it through my shop on Amazon if you want to support what I'm doing. You can get it directly over on my Amazon shop. Again, it's the one that I like. I like the translation. I like the introduction. I like all the things that it has in it. Um, and it's a great straight read through without a bunch of commentary between the text. Now, one of my biggest problems, a lot of these ancient texts, if you order a book, you're going to get so much commentary between each verse and everything. It's hard to even tell what the original context was. So I like this one because it only has, you know, I'd say about 10 pages of introduction, maybe not even that. Uh, very, very short introduction, but it's a really solid introduction. It explains what Book of Enoch is, what it isn't, um, a couple of different ways you can read it. The other way you can read it, I'll share um, it doesn't talk about that in here, but I have two ways that I read Book of Enoch, and I'm going through it just like that now. Number one, you can read it through the ancient astronaut theory, which I've been teaching on this channel for quite some time here. However, ancient astronaut theory at a certain point uh, either gets boring or hard to believe or really doesn't help serve your spirituality. Um, so what I wanted to really get deeper into is the esoteric allegorical representation of things like the book of Enoch. And we're going to get deep into that today rather than was Enoch taken up on a spacecraft shown all these things was Enoch given the keys to unlocking consciousness is all of this an allegory for each human being in their own ascension journey. Even tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about uh, how to view the fallen angels in allegory as you and me versus actually looking at them as ancient astronauts, which we've done before. And it's a lot of fun. I love both points of view. 
but it's totally time to get deep down the rabbit hole with some esoteric, some woo-woo. I love the woo-woo here. You guys love the woo-woo too. Anyway, so you can scan that QR code, grab that book if you want a physical copy. I highly recommend having a physical copy if you can, because you never know with the interwebs where you're going to find stuff. Free PDFs are cool, but I don't trust them as far as I can throw them or find them or bookmark them. So I like to have physical copies of everything that I can um, in my treasure trove over here on my shelf. So uh, working on filling that shelf out with sacred texts. Um, so today we're going to get into it. Um, Book of Enoch starts out, it says, the words of the blessing of Enoch. Now, um, right away in the very, very, very beginning here, the blessing of Enoch. What is a blessing? It's a gift. It's something given or granted to. And as we talk about the Akashic Records today, that's exactly what I want to do to present them to everybody. What is up, Courtney? What is up, Honeybee? Thank you guys for being here. Shelly, how are you, my friend? Tim Harrison, thank you for being here, my friend. Thanks for joining again. Um, Amy says, study the bloodlines, book from the ashes of angels. Awesome. I will check that out. I'm always down to, for a new study here. So um, guys, my learning never ends, never ends, okay? Uh, anybody that thinks I know anything, uh, there's days I think I know things, uh, and then the next day proves me wrong. So um, I try to just have fun with it, keep exploring. Uh, I'm not particularly looking to find anything other than experience something. For me, a religious or spiritual or esoteric text or magic grimoire or whatever is only as good as what you can experience from it, okay? Uh, this is not a religious channel. I'm not here to pick on anyone. I'm not here to uh prop up anyone i'm not here to uh corroborate or uh tear down anything any tradition or ancient religion or belief system or people or culture um or denomination i am personally deconstructed i am not religious i am spiritual and i don't mean that as in some guy that sits in the woods and is like i'm just spiritual i don't have time for that guys i've studied it i've been a deep 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 part of religiosity and churchianity for a very very long time literally for 30 years of my life i say 30 years because i'm 37 and until i was seven you know when you're seven you're god anyway and you do whatever whatever you want and you're making magic and, and experience in life. And then about seven years old, you start to forget, you start to kind of get in this wavelength of like, you know, forgetfulness. Right. And then other people tell you, no, you can't do that. Well, that's not what God says. Well, the Bible says that, well, this is that, well, blah, blah, blah. And you get really confused and then you develop a belief system or a whole bunch of BS, which is belief systems that you start following. Again, this is not against anybody. This is actually my experience, and I can speak from my experience in a very loving way. Other people have great experiences within their religious traditions, and that is fantastic. I personally didn't. It's not that I was hurt badly and I'm like against anything now. I just did the research. I kept digging. I kept looking at the things I was taught were absolute truth. And then when I was easily debunking them just through basic knowledge, just through basic understanding of different mythologies, uh, that really changed the paradigm for me. Uh, and we've got a whole bunch of people in our community, literally hundreds of people in our community that absolutely love doing the same thing in a very loving way, continuing their deconstruction journey, looking deeper into the knowledge and the data and esotericism that is present within all of these texts, essentially the mythos of all of these texts. And that's exactly why we call our private community the mythos community. 
where you get access to our community, our meetups, which are Zoom calls on the weekends, as well as bonus videos over there um, in our private hub. We've got an off social media platform that includes the community as the meetups or the, the video room built into it uh, where we can meet up easily. And then also uh, lots of bonus content over there and live chats going on all the time. You always have access to me. If you have a question, comment, prayer, concern, whatever it is, we're an awesome, awesome community over there. Okay. Not a cult, not a church, not a new whatever. Okay. I'm not, I'm not your guru. I simply created what is considered a patron membership for people to support the content that I create so I can make more. And rather than just saying, hey, give me money, I wanted to give you something. So I invested deeply and quite a lot of time, effort, money, learning curve in creating my own platform for you guys to play in that sandbox um, with me as well and actually get involved in, in studying these different mythos, uh, belief systems and ideas and questions and dreams and spirituality. We've got all kinds of different subjects over there. You can go dig in, uh, get involved and start chatting amongst yourselves and with me. And, uh, let's, you know, I can't tell you that I'll find the answers for you, but I can tell you that we'll get you better questions Faux show. So better questions. Uh, Sally says your energy. Thank you so much, uh, Sally. I appreciate you. Kenny says spiritual deconstruction blast. Take us into the micro as macro and macro as micro cub fam. A hundred stars. Thank you so much for the stars, my friend. I appreciate you. Steven, what's up, brother? Tim says I just turned 51. Uh, and I still see and hear ghosts and angels. Good for you, my friend. That is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, and we're going to get into that today. We're going to get into psychic giftings. We're going to get into the Akashic. We're getting deep into the woo-woo. What is up, my friend? Sons of God, how are you doing, brother? Hope you're having a beautiful day, my friend. Thank you for dropping by. Um, let's see. Crystal, what is up? Lee Farrell, how are you doing? Thank you guys on TikTok. Thank you on Insta. We're also live on YouTube and Facebook. You guys don't forget on Insta, go follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Facebook, wherever your favorite platform is. I'm even on X now. We never know what's going to happen with TikTok and all this stuff. So be sure and hit me up on YouTube. That's where I categorize and archive a lot of my content. So if you're going to look through the library of, of my content, you can literally go and type in the search there and be like uh, fallen angels and boom, all my videos of fallen angels will pop up. You can be like Enoch, boom, all my videos of Enoch will pop up. It's super easy great place to go and check out all my archives over there. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of content, literally hundreds and hundreds of hours of content over there, guys. So thank you guys so much. All right, we're going to dive in today and look at the book of Enoch, as I always do. You guys know I love it. I'm obsessed with the book of Enoch. They say if you're obsessed with something, it's attached to your past life. I don't know. I don't know about my past life with Enoch or anything, but for me, I'm just obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with the fallen angels. I'm obsessed with uh, Enochian language. I'm obsessed with the entire mythos of the book of Enoch. I find it fascinating. For me, it always brought up these huge taboo questions within the church that I was always asking myself and that I started asking pastors and I started asking my parents and other friends. And I remember being at parties growing up. Uh, I live in West Texas and there was always a party, you know, from high school on up. 
we always had fun stuff to do. We'd go out to our, our local river playground here where we'd ride four wheelers and dirt bikes. And, uh, we'd sit around the bonfire at night and have these really deep conversations, or at least I would, I always brought up God, you know, I knew like the certain part of the night where people were like open to talking about it. I'm like, what do you think God is? You know, you just ask that question with a bunch of guys sitting around the fire and you know lots of conversation ensues and so i would always bring enoch into this and be like well what about the fallen angels angels aren't all good well blah 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 and you know i get deep into these conversations uh again being a huge part of my life my literal life like going forward it's just been such an interesting journey and i love that i get to share all of this with you guys um, every day on the show delving into the enchanting realm of the book of enoch reveals a seriously intriguing section that's got me wondering, did Enoch unlock the secrets of the Akashic Records? And if he did, how on earth did he master this mystical art? Is this a kind of spiritual technology up for grabs in our modern era? I say it is, personally. The lines that follow in the Book of Enoch not only reveal Enoch's dive into spiritual realms, but also spill the tea on how he glimpsed things that should have been way beyond his time, things that we wouldn't be discovering for thousands of years. And that's what we're going to look at today. It says, Enoch, a righteous man whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angels showed me, and from them I heard every everything, and from them I understood and I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one, for which is to come, the book of Enoch, chapter 1. So his eyes were open first off. He didn't do anything here. He didn't specifically do this to himself. He asked for it. He walked with God. What's up, Joe Yogi? How are you, brother? Joe, thanks for dropping by the channel. You guys go check out Joe Yogi, by the way. Uh, talking to Joe about a collaboration. Love your energy, my friend um yeah we're probably going to collaborate it, it's going to be it's it's going to be a thing so i'm excited um go check out joe yogi's channel if you're on tiktok you see him in the comments there with all the tons of gifts thank you my friend thank you thank you thank you we are for show absolutely brother um yeah and i love your energy love uh your testimony and your story i definitely align with so much of it um you took some life turns that i didn't i took some life turns that you didn't but I definitely feel like we are brothers very deeply. So really, really excited to jump on a collab with you very soon. But you guys go follow him so you know uh, what I'm talking about. His testimony video is fantastic. Hopefully you pinned that to your page because that's a really great place to start to get into your content. So I love, love, love what you're doing, my friend. Thanks for dropping by. Um, so Enoch being a righteous man, his eyes were open. You know, how are your eyes open? How uh, if you're going to access Akashic Records, what does that even mean? We have to go to what the Akashic Records are to get into this. So the Akashic Records um, have ancient origins uh, in spiritual and mystical tr traditions. The term Akasha is derived from Sanskrit and ancient Indian language and is roughly translates to ether or sky. In Hindu philosophy, Akasha is considered one of the five basic elements that make up the universe, the idea of an all-encompassing cosmic archive where information about the past, present, and future are stored can be found in various spiritual and philosophical traditions. 
about the world. Uh, the Theosophical Society, founded in the late 19th century, played a significant role in popularizing the concept. In the Western world, theosophists like Helena Blavatsky uh, and later such writers as Alice Bailey and Edgar Cayce contributed to the development of the dissemination of the idea of the Akashic Records. So I'm highly, highly obsessed with the Akashic Records. You may have heard other terms like the halls of Amenti. You may have heard of the psychic realms. You may have heard of quantum information or crystalline knowledge. Uh, these are all essentially, while they do have very differing uh, definitions, they're essentially interchangeable terms for the idea that a human in the flesh is not actually a human in the flesh, that you have something real inside you. And when you're done with this meat suit, uh, with this biological AI that's just running a program so that your consciousness can experience something here, um, that if you can step outside of that prematurely uh, or willingly right now in a, in a way that's safe, controllable, um, and essentially directed by you, that you can begin to access things like these psychic realms, like the halls of Amenti, like the Akashic records or sometimes called the Akashic library. Um, very, very fantastical belief system here. Um, however, I will say that I have experience with this uh, within the dream records. Um, and this is where I really shine as far as accessing or experiencing any of this. Um, is not my uh, ability that I'm so super gifted and highly ascended. That has nothing to do with it, um, and that is not what I believe. Um, but that I've always had like dream walking experiences. I've always had like really weird dreams. Um, and the more I'll ask for information before I dream, the more I receive downloads in my dream. And it's like I get this raw information and all these different flashes of colors and light and shapes and people and voices and it's just like a treasure trove of what you would consider information salad um but essentially once you sit with it then you start to get okay that's what it meant you know it doesn't make sense to the conscious brain of a man but it makes sense to the consciousness of a quieted man if that makes sense so this is how i approach akashic record access and what i think um, if Enoch was not taken up in a spacecraft, um, and he were real and all of this happened, then I would guess that he was either on some sort of medicine journey or he was, um, in some sort of trance-like state accessing a higher realm of consciousness. And that all of these angels that were guiding him around are essentially other ascended souls. Um, and that when we talk about the fallen angels, rather than them being ancient astronauts that have decided to come down to earth which i think is probable by the way just my opinion can't prove it wasn't there i have no idea but that's one theory that i have that i think tracks but the other theory that tracks is the fact that the fallen angels are us our soul is in a different realm and it decides to fall down and enter the flesh enter the body the womb of a woman and then birth into humanity here um does that make sense literally? No, because how did women get here? How was the first man here? All of the stuff, right? Doesn't answer any of those questions. But what it does answer is the idea that when the soul enters the flesh, you end up with a Nephilim, a giant. You end up with an unholy 
thing that you don't know what to do with it. And look at all of the things that humanity does to each other. Look at how uh, we go to battles with each other. Look at how we snub each other. Look at how we treat each other. Uh, because essentially we are the Nephilim, right? We know we're divine and holy somehow, somewhere, yet we always accept uh, the fact that, um, you know, we're certainly not in our angelic bodies. We're certainly not in um, some sort of ascended body. And so we get very, very uh, almost angry about that and act out. And it creates what is called a Nephilim. Uh, the fact that our soul can't escape and we don't know how, what to do with this realm. We don't know how to exist here, right? Um, and so that's kind of um, that's kind of how I look at this allegorically. And I'm going to get deeper into it tomorrow. We'll talk more about the fallen angels. And I'm going to track through some stories uh, and show you how that story is actually your incarnation into the material realm. Very, very interesting stuff. Makes a lot of sense if you look at it. Joe Yogi says, thanks, man. Can't wait to share my church story with you as well. Awesome. Ready for the wisdom tonight. Thank you for being here, my friend. Uh, Books by Vegas says, uh, what if the seven watchers, uh, what of the seven watchers? Um, so there's 200 watcher angels here. Uh, 200 descended upon Mount Hermon in the days of Jared as the mythos goes. And these 200 are the ones that decided to change humanity forever by creating their own family lines, basically. So, um, and then there were leaders of 10. So you had Azazel, you have a bunch of these different uh, names where they're leading uh, different uh, little factions, basically, of Watcher Angels. So uh, sounds very much like an away team, for sure. Like we have generals and lieutenants and um, but you know, again, is that literal? Is this an esoteric thing? Does this have to do with frequency? Does it have to do with that? If angels really are light, then they, they certainly can't program, uh, they can't procreate with humanity, but they could program them that light to enter humanity as a soul. Right. Um, and is that maybe what happened where when the monkey evolved, uh, the angel of light fell into it and became self-aware, right? Uh, Books by Vegas. Hey, you know what? We're all confused here. So uh, Books by Vegas says, but it makes a distinction between the sons of God and the daughters of man. Uh, so how are we the fallen? So that's the thing. When we understand this as esotericism, esotericism is not concerned with any of the story devices other than the fact that it's giving you esoteric data. So um, it could simply be talking about the fact that when a soul is incarnate through pregnancy, that essentially that soul has fallen, that angel has fallen and born something of consciousness, something that realizes it's a God, that realizes it has uh, a higher purpose, a higher realm, it longs for home, just like all of us do. What is the human condition? It's to realize that we have more potential in us then we've been told, then the media tells us, then mom and dad tells us, then Mr. Rogers tells us, then whatever, right? Um, and so when we stop and we go, well, what if uh, all of this is allegorical because angels can't procreate with humanity? Come on. We know angels are beings of light, right? 
Uh, but again, are they? That's where ancient astronaut theory answers your question, my friend. Well, how did they do that? Well, then they were just simply astronauts. They were an away team from another planet, probably planet Nibiru, just like the Anunnaki mythology talks about. And then you don't have to worry about any of this because uh, we were just created by an alien race and trapped on a prison planet to serve those gods. And then the whole message of Jesus was to break your mind out of the flesh prison so that you can ascend into a true realm, which has nothing to do with the cosmos or the actual physical observable universe that we see. And it has everything to do with energy, love, and frequency, and nothing to do with the flesh here. So again, both of those, I think, can answer it. And can they coexist? Yes, they can. And I'm actually going to get into that. But I'm not going to do that today because I want to really work through the esoteric side of this for a little while, maybe even a couple of months. And then I'm going to come back probably in the spring and start tying all of this together for all of us and show you how ancient astronauts can exist and the allegory can exist. Okay, There's something really wild about the English language here. And I was talking to a friend yesterday about this uh, who revealed it to me. Uh, actually, Joshua, thank you for being here, my friend. Um, talking about the English language being an actual magic language. And if you study, I did a whole study on Enochian language, Enochian light language, um, not too long ago. Um, but the English language is literally a magical system, just like uh, Enochian is. And so we have this magical system of what we speak becomes reality. Um, what did Jesus say? It's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out of it. It's also what comes out of it that programs your reality. Um, and that, um, you literally create what you're experiencing. And in fact, we all have a co-creation here of what we've all agreed to, what we've all agreed to collectively, right? Books by Vegas. Thank you so much for the follow. I appreciate you, my friend. Um, I know I can be confusing. I confuse myself. But one of my core agreements here is to be authentic and work through this stuff as I see it, as I feel it, and just kind of channel these messages as I go. So I hope it makes sense by the end. Um, I can almost guarantee it will, but um, it's it's one of those things you just kind of have to buckle in for the ride. Every episode I do, uh, 300 and some odd episodes now, I consider channeled works because I don't remember any of them. Um, you know, I might get done with one and go, yeah, that was, that went really well, but I don't remember particular parts of it. It just flows together. So that's how I, I just consider it a channeling session here where I answer questions. I read the text. I take what comes right off of my crown chakra, right out of my heart and just really pour into this community. I'm so happy I found you or you found me. Absolutely. Chrissy, thank you so much for being here, my friend. Paula Lee says, we are their animals in a zoo, an experiment. Absolutely. If they're an away team, if they're Anunnaki sky lords, then for sure we are. Um, if it's all esoteric and you live in a virtual reality that you made up, then, um, then certainly uh, it's the prison of our own mind that we've trapped ourselves in, right? So yeah, it, it works either way, honestly. Uh, William says such a beautiful truth. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Thank you for exploring multiple options and possibilities. Kenny says this channel does a ton of ancient alien work, flushing out another thought path, adds more dimension and pigment to the overall picture. Dude, thank you. Really eloquently said, thank you for the kind words. Uh, and I've really been wanting to add this for a long time. I just thought there were enough people doing it 
but lately I've decided there's not enough people doing it well. And so it was time to get back to the esotericism, uh, back to even some of the occult, by the way, occult, not meaning evil or dark, but occult meaning hidden. Okay. Uh, I just recently got a book called the secret teachings of all ages by Manly P hall. Fantastic work, by the way. One of the things I love about it is how he's able to look at things purely symbolically. Everything is number. Everything is pattern. Everything is a mathematical code of truth. I'm also a huge fan of Gnosticism. Uh, the Gnostic Bible being one of my favorite Bibles, just FYI. Um, there it is. If you guys want to grab it before Christmas, you can get it on my Amazon page. I do get a kickback and it supports this channel. This is actually where I recently read the, the hymn of the pearl from or the song of the pearl. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful poem. Gnostic Bible has Gospel of Thomas in it. If you're looking for what I personally think is the authentic message of Jesus, I highly recommend reading the Gospel of Thomas, which we will be working through a lot more very, very soon because I think it holds the key to your ascension and you breaking out of the rat race, the matrix, everything. Uh, and so ultimately, that's what I'm going to uh, continue, continue studying as we go forward here. So Stephanie, how are you, my friend? Stephanie says, uh, new here. Really excited to hear your insight on the Akashic. I'm a facilitator for the records. Oh, beautiful, my friend. Beautiful. Um, I am new to the Akashic. I've been accessing these kind of dream realms for a long time where I download data and information and kind of answer my own questions and stuff like that. And I'll heal emotional timelines and uh, meet challenges and stuff that I feel like I, uh, you know, need to meet in my dreams, but don't really want to meet in the 3D world. Um, so, you know, I finally decided it's time. Let's talk about Book of Enoch. Let's talk about Akashic Records. And maybe that's actually what he is um, accessing here. And I think, you know, as we're going to find out today, yeah, he might, he might have been. It's very, very interesting here. So Enoch starts out the words of the blessing of Enoch, where within he blessed the elect and righteous who will be living in the day of tribulation when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. Now, if we read this literally and dogmatically, this is one of the most horrible books that you can read. It is terrifying. The God in this book is absolutely ruthless when it comes to chaining up angels, judging humanity, flooding the earth sending fire and brimstone. I mean, it's just an absolute, essentially a bloodbath here. Um, and it's considered an apocalyptic work. But if you remember the word apocalypse actually means the revealing or unveiling, then it makes a lot more sense. Maybe we don't read it literally here. Uh, truth train for confirmation there. Uh, I got a train that runs by my house, by the way, guys. If you're new, we got a lot of new people here. We call it the truth train because it won't shut up and it just goes and goes and goes and goes all through the night, all through the day, um, you know, seemingly end endlessly. Uh, I had no idea when I moved into this house how annoying it could be. But uh, I do appreciate that commerce is still moving. So that's a good thing. We can be thankful for that. And I have to remember that I loved trains when I was a kid. So I need to just look at them, appreciate them, and love them. And that's what I try to do. So we renamed it the Truth Train and we continue to call it the Truth Train. So, so with this, you know, if you unfortunately, there's this huge culture of literally billions of people 
that take books like the Book of Enoch or the Bible or other different types of texts, and they take them literally, and they assume that there's an actual elect people, that, that it's an actual numerable amount of people, rather than the elect spirit of man, okay? And so what I want to get into in this is, again, if we look at this as there is an elect set of people, then clearly we have to identify this particular Lord or God um, as some sort of ancient alien deity, right? I mean, that's literally how you have to look at it and that it had a bloodline it incarnated on this earth and it wanted to continue that bloodline rather than, um, you know, let other bloodlines flourish basically. And so it's a really, really, that gets to be, again, like I said, a bloodbath and it really can cause what I honestly have experienced in my life to be this really, really deep mental breakdown of hating yourself. And when you hate yourself, you begin to dislike others to say the least. Um, and you don't treat others well, you don't treat yourself well. And, and then you think about love your neighbor as yourself. Well, um, you know, that's what gets, uh, your neighbors to never talk to you again. If you treat them the way you treat yourself when you're under belief systems like this. And again, I'm not picking on anyone, I'm just saying that's why belief systems, it's BS because it's a belief system. Um, and for me, I always had a problem with that. For me, um, when I look at this and I think, oh, there's elect, how many people do you guys hear on YouTube, on TikTok, on social media, saying the elect, the chosen, God's chosen ones, all of this stuff? Guys, it's, it's enough is enough. And I revealed the other day that Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and all, and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. What was he talking about there? The word there for righteousness is not being right with God. It's not you being reconciled to God. The Greek word he used is the word for equitable, for equity, for equality, for impartiality, okay? And that's where reviewing these documents through an esoteric lens can be one of the most beneficial things for your soul. I'll give you a hint on how I'm going to tie these together in the future. Um, if they literally happened, even if it was ancient astronauts, even if these were alien gods, this can still be an esoteric document because as above, so below. There's a spiritual truth for every physical event that happens in this realm. Everything you've been through in life was a reflection or a shadow and type of your spiritual condition at that time. Therefore, anything in your life you can look at, you can look at, well, I had a friend call me at 11-11. At and then you look up the numerology of 1111 and then you understand, oh, that means dot, dot, dot. And then you realize I did feel that way at that time. It's because everything's connected. Okay. And just because it happened physically does not negate the fact that it started, it was triggered and it originated from the spiritual realm or AKA the quantum realm. Okay. And I just shared with my community, um, a set of videos that was done by 60 minutes. I highly recommend go watching to go type in to, to Google or YouTube 60 minutes quantum computing. Watch the new video they just posted. It's Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. I think they posted it two days ago. It's an hour long episode. It's a 60 minute episode on quantum computing. And there's about a 13 minute clip of it. That's fantastic on YouTube. 
understand quantum computing and you'll understand what I'm getting into here with the Akashic. I hope you guys agree, Stephanie. I hope you agree with this. Um, I would guess that anyone who is actually working in the Akashic will understand exactly what I'm talking about. When you have quantum computers, right now we have our computers, they run on ones and zeros. Yay or nay is basically what it runs on, yes or no. When you have every variable around yes or no, and you don't just have a one or a zero, you have an infinite amount of positions for a piece of data to exist in, that changes the paradigm. Right now, the computer I'm running this on is a beautiful big screen iMac. I love them. You know, maybe they'll sponsor me one day. I'm not affiliated with them, but I love them. Uh, big old screen on it, top of the line, right? Um, but in comparison to a quantum computer, this thing is like riding on a slab of granite. I mean, it is absolutely archaic compared to the new computing technology that's coming out that will be running your world. It will be running your economic systems, your financial systems. It will be running all of your social data. It will be running all of your communication systems. It will run all of your problem-solving networks. It will literally become its own consciousness, I personally believe. This doesn't need to be a good or a bad thing. If you can resist judgment of this and just realize it is, then we can get into the Akashic. Because what I'm proposing with quantum computing is the fact that it already exists on such a supermassive scale that even what we're creating now is literally a pocket computer compared to the universal quantum intelligence and quantum computer happening in stars, happening in black holes, happening all over the energetic universe that we don't see. You don't even know it's there. It's happening inside of you. It's happening all around you. In fact, Jesus himself refers to this as, but is, but let me say this again, as he refers to it as, let me get it pulled up here. Basalia Theo, Basalia Theo. Um, this guy's might be my biggest breakthrough I've ever, ever, ever had on my channel. Bridging the gap between ancient astronaut theory and esoteric revelation. Because this changes your paradigm. It changes mine. Consciousness is shifting right now. Truth train for confirmation. Consciousness is shifting. If you see this beautiful, beautiful artwork we have today, uh, that's my representation for what your true image is, okay? You have this skin, this flesh, but overlaid over it is millions upon millions upon millions of different interactions, reactions, energies, thought processes, divine fractal codes running all up and down through your DNA. Ready to connect you at any moment to what you call God, and what the church has said is this name of a God or what the Bible says is this or what another text says is this. When in all reality, I think Jesus said it best. The kingdom of God does not come with visible signs for the kingdom of God is within you. He used the word intos, intos in the Greek, which literally means within. 
okay? He did not mean in your midst, okay? A lot of pastors will tell you in your midst. That is what one translation says. That is not what the Greek says. It is the word intos, which means within, okay? You can even tell from the etymology of that intos, intos, within. Basalia theo intos, the reign of God within is what that phrase literally means. Okay. Doesn't mean there's a castle within you. Doesn't look like Disneyland in here. Okay. It means that you have the authority, the reign and the rule of God within you. And the word Theo is a new word that was really not used a lot uh, that I can tell at that point. He wasn't talking about Elohim. He wasn't talking about a supreme magistrate. He was talking about this, essentially what I would call a quantum God. He said, my father is in spirit and in truth, and the day is coming. In fact, it is here now when true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. Heather says, if we stop using our phones and go back to landlines, they will realize they don't want AI control. Unfortunately, they're going to do it anyway, because even with us cut off, here's the deal. AI is so powerful, even without us uh, using it actively. Uh, if the average man and woman uh, and everything in between were cut off from technology and all we had was sticks and rocks again, um, then they can still use it to program bots, drones, all kinds of different things. Like, I mean, the, the problem is, is it's going to be used no matter what. Now, what we can do is continue to raise the consciousness uh, so that what is the, the Bible actually says that, you know, any evil planned against us will not prevail. And so I love that. Um, and I do believe that because I've watched people panic over things. They knew this is the end. This is the end. And I sit here and I say, not in my timeline, not in my timeline. And in my timeline, I'm telling you guys, all of these attempts have failed over and over and over. But I swear to you, and it's the weirdest thing, I, I really genuinely feel like there's a version of this person. I, I'm thinking of one particular TikToker in general that is always calling for the, the sky falling and it's the end and um, all of the corruption in the world. And I'm like, you see that. I don't. I see it passively, but in my reality, we got a heck of a good future in store for us, guys. I've got, I'm going to buy a beautiful place with a cabin where I can go vacation. Uh, I've got a world tour planned where I'm going to go around and see all these ancient sacred sites. I'm going to do events in person and online. Uh, I'm going to go on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm going to do all of these things that I want to do that in my timeline, I have time, I have opportunity, I have the authority to say, this is my timeline and this is going to be my experience of this matrix. And so if you want to focus on that, and I'm not calling you out specifically, I just mean anybody that wants to focus on all the bad atrocities in the world, um, I try to focus more on taking the hand of someone in need rather than trying to battle some invisible enemy here. That's not my motivation. I would rather help someone than just get angry at something that I can't touch, right? So I, I feel like the only way to battle that is to uh, feed a homeless person, clothe someone who needs clothing, uh, give warmth to someone who's freezing, like, you know, whatever you can do, right? 
honeybeasts love the artwork by the way i figured you would i actually thought of you when i when i uh generated this one today and i was like there's some girls in our community they're gonna love this because this is very representative of a lot of people in our community steven swartz uh who are you wishing happy birthday let's see oh is it lester lester where's lester Lester says, what is up, Cubs? Celebrating my birthday, listening to you talk. Stay blessed and keep the truth seeking. Keep spreading your research with us. Amen, brother. I will. And happy birthday, my friend. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Obviously, you got a lot of happy birthdays from everybody here. So that is awesome. Uh, Bridger Hall says, have you done any research into the Pearl of the Great Prince and the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints regarding Enoch? I have not. We just read... Um, what did we read? Uh, the Hymn of the Pearl. I don't know if you're talking about the same one, uh, but that one's beautiful. Um, I have a lot of LDS friends, actually. Um, like, uh, it, you wouldn't believe how many people um, I've befriended in life that um, are, are from that denomination or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and by the way, I have no issue with any religious tradition. I think they all have a piece of the truth, right? Um, where I got off the ride was believing that any one of them had the one way, uh, ticket, right? Because I'm not looking to go to heaven. I'm looking to create the kingdom. That's kind of my difference here is, um, uh, you know, from, from a lot of more religious folk on these platforms. So, um, Sally says, do not forget your pearl. Amen. Amen. Um, let's see. What is it, dude? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're asking. Uh, it is what it is, dude. That is that is what it is. So that's always the right answer. Lester says, thanks for the shout out, Cub. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Absolutely. Uh, Josh, thank you, my friend. Josh says, yes, 100%. Uh, I see it the same way, Cub. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you, brother um let's see urban floral what is up thank you so much for uh well for the candle and the alien and the firecrackers and more aliens and fleur de lis and candles i love it thank you my friend uh thank you guys lots of people uh dropping in today that is awesome um by the way if you guys love what i'm talking about and you want to support more about the channel and my work and you're not really ready for a membership um, or even if you are a still a great way is for you to drop, uh, stars on Facebook gifts on TikTok. We're trying to get, I'm still trying to get my galaxy. I want one galaxy. I know exactly how much money that is. And it would really be an awesome, awesome thing. If one of these streams, I could hit that galaxy over here on TikTok. Uh, and you guys can just add to that with everything, uh, whatever you choose to donate, will add up to that. So thank you. Thank you guys for all of the gifts. Uh, by the way, stars are, are fantastic on Facebook. My Facebook, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I've lost over a thousand followers in the last 30 days. Um, and for every follower I gain right now, I'm losing like 1.5 followers and it's, it's, it's killing me right now, guys. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it says that my Facebook account is in great standing. Everything is golden. I don't know if they're cleaning out accounts. I don't know um, what the deal. I don't know if people are leaving the platform or people don't like my new content. I don't know what's going on. Algorithmic. Uh, thank you, my friend. I need it. I need it. So 
the stars really help is what I'm saying. Sharing the content really helps. Uh, doing stars or gifts really, really helps because it tells Facebook, hey, Cub is doing a great job. People love it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. And it supports what I'm doing. Uh, Kimmy. All right. Kimmy's got a question here or a comment. Uh, wouldn't the Akashic Records mean that it's written? It's a written script and we don't have free will? Okay. I'm going to tell you how that, how you can get around that. I'm always about how can you get around? Because when you get into this stuff, there's always like barriers up. Well, no, you can't because you're not elect. Well, wait, I'll tell you, I can, I can reword that for you and I can look at what it actually means. So that's a great question. So, um, no, because for me, the Akashic is more of an if this, then that scenario. You're looking at past, present, and future through the multiverse, okay? Through the multiverse, not through a set timeline, okay? You're looking at things of, if I marry this person, what would my life look like? Uh, how many people have you dated that you were going to marry, right? I know I've, I've dated several people that I knew I was going to marry. Uh, it didn't work out one reason or another. And then I look back and I realize exactly what that timeline would have looked like. I can almost feel it. I can almost see it. Um, and it's like I'm tapping into a different timeline where Cub in that timeline actually went through with dot, 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 if that makes sense. So uh, what's really interesting about that is Akashic doesn't necessarily mean it has to be linear. Uh, Akashic means that you have quantum information. And, and as we said with quantum earlier, even quantum computing, you're not looking at one timeline like a regular computer. If if a regular computer like my computer now or your smartphone or whatever, if they want to work out a maze, if you're going to work out a maze, you have to run each scenario individually. A quantum computer can run them all at once. And if you guys go watch that video that I was talking about that 60 Minutes put out, um, in fact, I will see if I can go ahead and grab it here for you and just drop it in the comments because it's probably that important to what we're talking about here um yeah there it is from 60 minutes i'm going to share it with you guys i'll copy it that way you have it um in the comments there so i know it'll be over there on youtube so on youtube there's a youtube link if you guys want it you can go check it out at the 50 minute mark right there um but that one talks about how, you know, again, a regular computer, it's Michio Kaku talking about a regular computer will work out if you have a maze and it's like, how does the rat find the cheese? It'll do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 different scenarios, one after another. Imagine what that does on your processing power, on the, the thinking mechanism of a computer. It's running and running and running and running and running quantum computer just flashed all of those at once and went, that's the answer. At once it said, that's the answer. That's what the power of the Akashic is, I believe, my friend, is you're running every multiple scenario out there and getting the highest probable suggestion for your life, if that makes sense. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. If you know how to use it, you know how to navigate it, we're going to get into some techniques on how to do that later on, but I do want to have an expert on for that. Um, and who was our friend earlier that says, um, yeah, Stephanie, if you or anybody you know ever wants to share with the community, even if you're not comfortable publicly, we have our private community. I'd love to know anything you guys have to share, um, you know, how to navigate these 
uh, together. So do we have free will or can we change the outcome of what's written in the Akashic records? Okay. I think I answered that. I remember reading somewhere, um, writing was wrong because it caused confusion and spread lies. Yes. And I was talking to Joshua of sons of God ministries last night. I had a great conversation with him. And one of the things we talked about, uh, was, and I've heard this several times before, but we were never supposed to write things down because it binds you in agreement to what's on that page. I love knowledge. I love reading stuff, but the only way I can stay awake is to read it and take it with not a grain of salt, but take it as more information to stack up and continue to have my own experiences um, outside of that, because originally, again, what if we weren't supposed to write anything down, but rather we were literally just supposed to be gathering information through the psychic realms, through the quantum direct God, God contact, rather than some secret mysteries that the watchers decided to write down or that the ancient gods decided to give us or all the different script shares that we have the scripts, right? So, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I understand that everybody tries to prove a certain religious books, right or wrong. And I'm not really interested in that conversation, not to be rude to anyone. It just, for me, um, you know, I don't care if, uh, I don't care what tradition it comes from. I love the Bhagavad Gita, but I don't think it is the authority. I don't think it's the high holy word of God. I think the high holy word of God, the logos is within each of us. The logos is the divine computation. And what we do with that, how we communicate that ultimately defines who we are. And that's, that's really where I, you know, try to take a very balanced pathway because inevitably I have people in here that want to prove, you know, Oh, come on over here. Come try this religion. I think we have what you're looking for. And that's not, yeah, exactly. My DNA has what I'm looking for. That's my computer code to access uh, everything that I need, right? Um, and so that's really where I, you know, kind of, I probably differ from a lot of people that, you know, I'm not looking for a particular belief system. Um, I'm looking for my own. Uh, and I'm not even looking to find one. I'm looking to experience one and document it as I experience it. I, I made a post the other day. I said, if life is a journey, why are you continuing to look at other people's maps? You need to start documenting your own because you might find a better path than the last person did. So uh, for me, you know, document your own path rather than look for something in someone else's path. So that's just how I look at it. So uh, Molly says the Akashic uh, holds the knowledge from all the soul's experiences. It gives the source data exactly. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what we're talking about. Again, relative to quantum computing, every scenario, every scenario, okay? Good, bad, ugly, past, present, future, multi-universes, multiverse, okay? I honestly believe multiverse theory. I believe simulation multiverse theory. Um, I think that you're living it all at once. I think that you have been the bad guy and you've been the good guy. And I think every day you're balancing memories of all of that, especially the more spiritual you get, you start to find out that you have like all of these different deeper feelings and energies and memories and things like that. Hold on just a second, guys.
more more dogs discover that they can uh, break into my room here. So, and I guess I'm going to have to spring for a new iPhone here because my iPhone that is all of six months old is glitching out on me now on uh, Instagram. I don't know why. I don't know if it's Instagram with poor connection or what, but um, it's it's annoying, guys. It's every day. I try to drop this uh, these truths or at least my truth. And I tell you, I mean, it was the camera first today. Now Instagram, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to build my Instagram following, but it just seems like there's always some glitch over here. Um, and I appreciate you guys for hanging on. Let me know, is it cutting in and out or is my phone just being weird? You know, do I need to wipe the phone and start over? I don't know. Um, Y'all let me know if you, if you can he hear it and see it just fine and it's not glitching in and out. That would be really, really good to know. So, by the way, if you want to continue to support what I'm doing, level up with myself and the whole community and genuinely explore your mythos, you got to go check out my mythos community. It's only $7 today. Uh, I am going to be closing that down very, very soon. We're already at December 5th. Before the end of the year, I will be closing enrollment to the mythos community and I will be raising the price. You will not be getting it for $7 after the beginning of the year. So if you want in now, lock in your price. I will not go up on you once you lock it in. You can buy a year and get two months free, or you can get the 50% off on the monthly right now. We have had a ton of people join recently, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This last month has been fantastic. So excited to have all our new members. Uh, but I want to make sure... If you want in before Christmas, get in now because we've got some great sessions on Saturday. Even if you can't join live, those videos that we record, they are authentic. They are raw. It's me. It's the community. We have a subject. We had a guest on this last weekend. We had Daniel uh, Daniel Tyak, my good buddy, talking about emotional alchemy, working through things with people, guys. This is not stuff I can share on the public web, okay? I can share it within our community, our private community, but I cannot share it out on the public internet. Uh, not because it's bad. It's just this is the more intimate side of things. This is where people actually are sharing their experiences. This is where I share my actual experiences. This is where we have a community going on here. And we really get deeper into our own mythos. And Daniel did some work with us on Saturday that was absolutely fantastic. And I continue to bring guests on over and over and over um, and have fantastic Saturday sessions. There's also a networking session. It's just open to anyone in the community Wednesday night. Uh, our sister Shelly, I don't know if she's in here today, is going to be hosting Wednesday night, just kind of a social hour. You know, come have a cup of coffee, jump in the Zoom room, say hi to everyone. I'll pop in for a little bit. I'm not going to be there the whole time. Even if you can pop in and say hi, if you're a new member or you join now, be sure and drop by and say hi. Just a great way to get acquainted with the community. Say, hey, you don't have to worry about uh, you know being on a big session on a Saturday. It's just a social time where you can say hi. So it's going to be a fantastic meetup this Wednesday night. I think it's at 6.30 Central Standard Time. It will be in the meetup room on the app. Um, and when you join, by the way, you can download the phone app uh, that'll have the community. You can also, if you join on the $28 a month level, which is still half off from the normal price for the academy level, you're going to get the community, the meetups, the bonus vids, and the academy 
Go look at what that one includes. You cannot beat the value on that one. Over 500 of my private video trainings included with that and more added all the time. Uh, but you're going to get access to all of that, all of those meetups. Nobody, nobody out there. I haven't met another creator that is crushing the value that we offer in there. Um, guys, we're knocking it out of the park consistently. I have people tell me that, and I really, really appreciate that. So, um, enough about that, but, but really, really, really get yourself a community. If it's not mine, guys, go find someone else's. Don't do this on your own. Again, if it's not, if mine isn't right for you, if you don't vibe with this hundred percent, I get it. That's fine. Uh, I'm not here to just take your money. That's not my motivation. I want you to find family. Okay. I've looked for family in church and all these different things. And ultimately, um, guys, I need this community as much as uh, this community enjoys what we do. I need it as much as anybody does because um, having an outlet with real people to have real conversations is so, so important. Um, and that's something that I don't always get, you know, in my local communities um, for various reasons, right? But um, it's really, really important. What's up, Daniel? Daniel, your ears must be burning. I was just talking about you and our awesome meetup on Saturday. Thank you, brother. You guys go follow Daniel Tyak. He's on Instagram. He's on TikTok. He's on Facebook and YouTube. Um, I think you got a podcast coming too, uh, hopefully. So anyway, go go check it out. So uh, Holly says, Sage, your workspace. I do. I just did actually. Um, uh, it's, it's crazy. I burn it during, during while I'm live. Uh, I may just have to sit here and torch it the whole time. I don't know, but, um, if, if that's what it takes, I'll do it right. If that's what it takes. So, um, all right. So let's finish reading. Um, let's finish reading this, um, in Enoch here. This is where I think he like dives into the Akashic. This is where I think he gets in the realm. Like he's in the zone. He's knowing things. He's seeing things that we wouldn't discover for thousands of years after Enoch. Or maybe we forgot. Observe ye everything that takes place in the heavens and how they do not change their orbits and the luminaries which are in heaven, how they all rise and set in order each in its season, and they transgress not against their appointed order. Behold ye the earth, and give heed to the things which take place upon it from the first to the last. How steadfast they are, how none of the things upon the earth change, but all the works of God appear to you. Behold the summer and the winter and how the earth is filled with water and the clouds and do rain and lie upon it. So why is this important? And how is this even Akashic records? Because back then they did not know this. Okay. We have aeroplanes. Now we have space shuttles. We have satellites. We have all kinds of different data systems to tell us what the nature of reality is, right? To tell us all of the stuff, uh, or at least what the physical realm is. Uh, now that we're getting quantum computers, I think we're going to, I believe personally, we're going to discover much, much deeper levels of what human consciousness is. I, I think that that's going to come very quickly upon the advent of these super massive quantum computers. Um, 
And so if he's receiving all of this information as downloads or as some sort of psychic vision, some people may say it was some sort of psychedelic vision. That's fine if that's what you believe. Um, obviously, we know that those types of substances can unlock all different things and cause problems and cause blessings and all kinds of whatever. I'm not here to uh, tell you to do anything, but my point is um, I think that what he was experiencing here was most likely, again, if it were not being taken up in a craft, uh, then I think he was experiencing a psychic vision here, a Akashic vision learning how order is laid out a big theme a story theme it's a, called a story device a big theme in the book of enoch is um order to chaos order to chaos there's order what is she wearing how are you my friend uh there's order in the universe and then chaos comes because of what the fallen angels the unholy union of angels and humanity um, and the mixing of the spirit and the flesh, right? Ah, did you catch that? The esoteric message in there, the mixing of the spirit and the flesh. So maybe these aren't ancient astronauts at all. Maybe it's not an away team for another planet. Maybe this is all an illusion that you created so that the soul could have a playground here and incarnate into the lower realms and that you had all of these things that had lowered in vibration and all these natural evolutions and when the spirit and soul entered the monkey evolution boom changed you have literally uh, a kink and an upgrade in genetics uh, seemingly overnight even if you go look at evolution theory there's like a pretty quick little spurt in evolution there and it's like, what happened? Either an outside force manipulated it or a spirit entered, right? The angel, the sons of God, you and me, entered the monkey and became man and became self-aware, okay? Self-aware. Because if you argue the idea that all biology is AI until it becomes self-aware, everyone's an NPC until you become self-aware, uh, then this starts to make a whole lot more sense. When you wake up and you realize that I'm a soul and a body, a body with a soul, this is wild. You know, how do I reconcile all of this? Then you get this forbidden knowledge. You get this fallen angel mentality. You get the secrets of the watchers, the ye are gods. By the way, this is exactly what Jesus was teaching. Um, it, it takes on a whole different tone. Um, Nathan says the entire subject here is like a magnet for my brain. I can't pull myself away from it now. Nathan, thank you so much. Be sure and hit up my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Actually at C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R. And then you can hit up my website, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, cubcooker.com. Um, hit up my official website. You can find all of my social medias, including my Spotify podcast. By the way, we rocked it this year on the Spotify podcast. Um, so, so thankful guys. I created over 10,000 minutes of content last year in 2023. Um, well this year, I guess technically still 10,000 minutes of content on Spotify. That's insane. That's insane. Most people didn't come close to that. Even regular podcasters that do this full time 
we crushed it and i'm so thankful guys um and and i've got more stats coming i'll be sharing as they come out uh, what our ranking was and everything so i'm very very excited to share that but uh john thomas dude thank you so much man john just joined for a year bless you brother so excited to meet you definitely drop by the wednesday night if you can and for sure be there on the saturday meetup because we are i meant to talk with daniel about deconstruction and we didn't get into that at all on saturday and so we're going to get deeper into deconstruction this saturday we're going to actually talk about some of the videos that i have in the academy so if you're not in the academy you'll get to hear some of the content in that uh we're going to do some of the exercises to for anybody that's still deconstructing to just like get more comfortable with it uh, because it's not about me pulling you away from any institution. That's not my motivation. I want you to go to church with family if you want to. I want you to go enjoy it, but I want to get you to critically think and ask the right questions. And so our, part of our deconstruction framework that we're going to work on on Saturday is going to help with like what I'm talking about today. It's going to help if you go sit in church on Christmas. It's going to help with the whole baby Jesus thing around Christmas. We're going to talk about all of that. So it's going to be a really good session right before the holidays. Then the next week, we're going to get into Yule with one of our members, Teresa, who's an expert in some of these ancient Nordic traditions. Really, really excited for that. So, um, William, what is up, my friend? How are you doing? Uh, William says, uh, this is good listening. Thank you so much, my friend. Um, let's see. Molly says, that makes the most sense for the idea that all the realities exist all at once. Yes, exactly, exactly. Sally says, uh, truth-telling and interference, I see a uh, foul play. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's easy to think that, but I also see that, you know, my wife has trouble. She's a school teacher, and they've had internet and computer issues and all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's, it's highly annoying, right? Uh, I did realize something today. One of my mentors told me that I can start playing chess instead of checkers and things can actually be easier if i want them to be because i'm designing the game as i go and stop playing chess if i need a break play checkers for a while and let and, and gain some wins and then if i get bored go back into the chess game right like it's a whole different troy thank you man troy says love last saturday show awesome man thank you so much troy's a new member too thank you man uh really really appreciate your support Hope you're loving the community. We got a lot more conversation going on in there now. Um, I there's also a 24/7 chat in there. I'm not always awake in the middle of the night, but we have people all around the world. So if you comment, I'll see yours. We got people in Australia and England and India and all over the place. So you know it may be midnight right now where you're at, but I will see your comments in the chat and we can continue that chat all the time. So that's, that's fantastic. But anyway, thank you guys. It's been a fantastic, fantastic month, um, for new members. And I think our message is finally getting out there. Like, um, this has really just become full circle, well-rounded now that I'm getting into the esoteric side of things. I think it's really helping a lot of people alchemize things and kind of finish some deconstruction and start to re-understand and interpret all of these different things. And I know that's what I needed. So I normally do whatever I need um, because it seems to be what the collective needs. I'm, I'm like a lightning rod for spiritual energy, collective spiritual energy. And I tend to 
you know, do like whatever I need because I'm feeling it seems to vibe with most people. And I that's kind of a cool gift, I guess, if you will. Um, but it seems to work well. And that is inherently Akashic because I know like, you know, when you tap into that, you're going to get a read on what people um, are in search of and what the collective feel is for something, right? Teresa says, woot, absolutely. Sally says, I've played many versions of my experience uh, and then I, my hippie psychic level. Awesome, awesome, good for you. Troy says, Cedar Park, Texas, outside of Austin. Uh, oh, good for you, my friend, good for you. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm up here in West Texas, dusty old Amarillo uh, up on I-40. Uh, we love it up here. Actually, we really do like it. It's uh, right here by uh, Colorado, New Mexico, Oklahoma. Lots of playgrounds up here to go hang out in. Um, I can get to mountains within four hours. Um, I can get to uh, Denver, Dallas, wherever I want to go for a concert, stuff like that. And then we've got a really nice, uh, pretty, I would say, level-headed, quiet town here. I really do dig our area here. So um, as far as Texas goes, I think we've got a nice little corner of it up here. So it may be flat, but I do have access. I live about 10 minutes from the Paladero Canyon, so was just over there yesterday hiking with my my wife and my doggies and uh we had a beautiful experience thought a lot about the akashic records while i was there and one of the things i want to say is just getting into flow state is a huge part of accessing your information you have information in the akashic records or the quantum realm you have information a lot of people say it's god you know go to god ask god this um yes Yes, yes, but I redefine God as a quantum intelligence. Um, and then I'm going into the mind of God rather than to a bearded man on a cloud asking for a blessing or some, you know, tell me what to do. I'm I'm going to God as a quantum entity and an all-pervading intelligence that's in and through all things. Therefore, how can it not know the best outcome for my life? Therefore, when my manifestation doesn't come in as quickly as I thought, it's because there's other timelines that had to clear out of the way or other agreements need to be made or heart upgrades need to happen or chakra upgrades. And so it becomes a whole lot easier to navigate when you start to look at God as the quantum. Um, because again, it doesn't mean that God is not intelligent. It actually means God is way more intelligent than some particular deification that we put on him with a gender, right? Him becomes they becomes divine feminine, divine masculine, represented in energy, wave, and then all of us in this entire realm that we're a part of being the light uh, particle that is manifest from that, the child. It's literally the story of humanity, right? It's the story of uh, the Christ child, right? Coming from the father and the mother and incarnation. And what did it have to incarnate in? It have to incarnate in a virgin spirit, uh, to be born into the realm so that it could ascend, so that it didn't have sin put on it in the first place. I think there's like a huge key in there that points us to the fact of original sin, right? Like it's not original sin. We're all born with this virgin spirit if we just adopt that um, and remember, remember um, that, you know, where is the realm that we come from? What did I read the other day? The hem of the pearl, like, phew all about the realm that we come from. It's beautiful. Route 66 was fun. William Sari says, dude, Route 66 is a blast. Like if you know how to take Route 66, 
some of these little small towns and stuff. Yeah, I think you cross through here briefly. Um, and it's it's a cool ride. Like if you if you have a motorcycle, um, if you have a travel trailer, it's it's a really cool route to take. Um, some of those old highways, you know, not maybe not as fast as the big four lane highways, but personally, I enjoy the view uh, better than just getting there quicker. So that's just how I run my whole life. But uh, simultaneously and inconceivably one and different, Ollie Cat says, absolutely, my friend. Anna Marie, thank you so much for the share. I appreciate it. Don, thank you so much. Thank you guys for the gifts, by the way. You guys have been awesome, awesome, awesome on the gifts today. I don't even know where we're at, but if you do have more gifts, drop them like they're hot. I am still in the running on TikTok Live right now and in the live running on the Facebook Live. So thank you guys. It really helps pump up the channel. Thank you, Honeybee, for the gla the, the laser glasses. I don't know what that was, but that was cool. I really, really appreciate you guys. So uh, Lance Norman, thank you for being here. Enoch... Um, Enoch saying he was Thoth. I haven't seen that, but that's, uh, you know, all of this, again, they're, they're all the same mythological character. We like to separate them and say, oh, no, this one was, you know, they're all the same archetype. That's that's the thing. You've got uh, Enki, Enlil, um, and then you've got Yahweh and uh, Baal. You've got um, all the different uh, pantheon of gods. You've got um, Thor and Loki. I mean, those are all the same brother archetypes of the sons of the most high God. You have Anu, El Elyon, Odin, all the same, all the same archetypes, by the way. Don't believe me, go study mythology and then get back to me. Uh, and I don't mean that rudely. I just mean, go, go look it up. Like just go get, get into it. Go read Epic of Gilgamesh, read a bunch of these uh, ancient myths and stuff. By the way, probably not going to be offering the Anunnaki guide too much longer. If you guys want that, grab it. It's going to be replaced very, very soon with a new quantum guide. So please get the Anunnaki guide if you want that. Uh, you can scan that QR code. It's free. Cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com slash A-N-U-N-N-A-K-I. I've got a bunch of the mythologies in there. And I tie a bunch of the archetypes together. So if you're interested at all in Anunnaki mythology, that's a great place to just start, get your feet wet. Instead of scouring the internet for all these things, you can just dig into that. So uh, Crystal says, thanks for saying we are AI. You bet, my friend. Absolutely. Um, I don't think people realize that. Like, I mean, we all know a friend that you're like, that friend is definitely AI. That friend is definitely AI. Uh, we all know that friend, right? Um, and so for me, um, we were AI at some point. There, I remember a time in my life vaguely when I didn't have great memory. I, I don't remember a lot of the events, not because I have memory blocks, just because I was asleep, right? Now that I'm in the moment, dude, thank you so much, Ka uh, Kylia, for a thousand TikTok symbols. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you. Um, but now that I'm, you know, awake or continuing to awaken, um, I kind of have this like, I remember a lot. Like, I, I remember these moments and these experiences. And, you know, I think back to like my teens and stuff and, you know, I felt like I was, you know, I had moments of lucidity where I'm like, I remember these beautiful experiences or moments in life, but the rest of it just runs together. It's like, was I just doing everyday life or what? I think we all like can, you know, experience that. 
But I think that's the whole point of like being in the moment and waking up and realizing your true self and, and really meditating on that and feeling into it um, is that we become something that others look at us and they don't understand what that is at all. They're like, oh, that person's gone crazy. Oh, they've lost it. Oh, yeah, they they left. They, they don't even go to church anymore. They lost their faith, right? Um, you know, I've had that experience over and over and over. I don't know. Guys, I'm sorry. The connection keeps going in and out on, on Instagram. I'm going to see what I can do about that phone to get it reset or fixed or what. It's brand new. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, like a lifetime ago, Teresa says, absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. So, you know, how are we AI? Again, we're AI until we wake up and we, we quit arguing with each other, we quit arguing with ourselves. We just accept it. It is, we are, uh, we are the sons and daughters of God. We are inherently a part of God, you know, quit arguing about it. Let's just get out of our own way and be in the moment uh, that's when you can access things like the Akashic. That's when you start to tap into higher levels of consciousness. It's a whole different world, guys. It's a whole different world. So uh, Sally says, Australia, sorry, best country to be situated. Your place sounds nice too, Cub. Actually, they're probably pretty similar other than you guys have way bigger spiders than we do and you have kangaroos. So, uh, But it's it's dusty and hot here most of the year, but we actually have pretty good temperatures. It's one of the things I like about around here is, you know, our 70, 80 degree days are like half the year here, even in the winter, like right now, it's like 70 degrees outside. So we have a really nice, you know, when it gets cold, it gets cold. Don't get me wrong, but we have a pretty nice uh, swing as far as temperatures go. Um, but yeah, I would love to visit Australia one of these days, though I have heard about jumping snakes and spiders and that that's a bit much for me. So Goldie, thanks for joining. Um, Honeybee says, uh, I like the well. I don't think about them at all. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then Honeybee says, my ex said everyone thinks I'm crazy. And he said, at least she's happy. Amen. Amen. Right? I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, say that about me too. I'm happy. And if that makes me crazy, then then it is, it is what it is. So I see AIs as NPCs. Exactly. But are we not inherently AI? Think about DNA. Think about self-replication. Think about the embryo. Think about growing into an adult human. You are literally in a biologic AI. It tells itself what to do, and you don't have to consciously program it to do anything. It just does it. Um, now, of course, it can get you know messed up, frequencies and different other outside elements you introduce into it. But ultimately, you're not telling yourself to do all of that. You are an AI. You are a um biologic ai and then when you wake up and you're like what wait a minute and then you start to realize okay my consciousness can start to affect a lot of these layers right start to affect a lot of these things and then you're like okay so like me i started doing yoga lost 60 pounds well i'd been going to the gym and running my butt off all the time and wasn't getting any anywhere right um and then i start doing yoga and it's like boom and i'm not here to give health advice at all there's nothing to do with that i'm just saying my experience was that my consciousness affected all of my goals way more than the effort did now they work together for sure but if your consciousness isn't wrapped around if you're not quantumly entangled with the result that you want then it doesn't matter what effort you take okay if you don't have your GPS programmed in your car to go to the symphony, 
and you just get in the car and get on the highway and you're like, it's this way. I'll just follow the cars. There's a lot of cars. Those cars are going to go to all kinds of different places. So you better program that GPS to go where you want. That's what I'm talking about with the Akashic quantum entanglement of your desires with your consciousness. You want to be well, you want to be wealthy, you want to be whatever. You better entangle that first and then start taking effort based on that entanglement and how that urges you to take action. Because you can take blind action or you can take entangled quantum Akashic higher consciousness action. We talk about aligning the chakras, all of this stuff. Okay. It doesn't take a lifetime to figure this out. It takes belief in it. It takes practicing it and it takes understanding when you get results from it. Okay. I'm going to do that again. Okay. I won't do that again. I'm going to do that again, you know, and then you just uh, rinse and repeat, right? What is she wearing? Says yoga. Exactly. Exactly. Crystal. And thank you for the live. I appreciate you, my friend for sharing the live. Um, some of the comments in the live were filtered to protect the community's experience. Guys, I don't know. Whoever's, whoever's commenting that's getting filtered, be nice. I have to kick people out all the time. I don't do that because I'm some sort of authoritarian here. I do that because I don't like noise. And if you're going to bring noise into my quiet room, into my, this is my workplace, by the way. If I came into your workplace and yelled at you and disagreed with all of the stuff that you're doing and said, you're running that tractor wrong, you know, and then your boss is going, oh, well, why, you know, why is he running that wrong? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't like it. Okay. I don't do that to your job. So you guys be nice in the comments. And um, that's why I have to, I have to moderate people from time to time. I had to do that this last week. I hate doing it, but it has to be done unfortunately, because I'm not trying to create an echo chamber either. I'm trying to create a good experience for the tons of people that watch this show every week that are not here to be rude. They're here to honestly learn and be teachable and experience something together because I think that's why we're all here, right? And I don't, one of my core agreements, I do not go into other people's lives or comment on their channels and correct them. Even if I think they're absolutely completely wrong, all I'll do is I'll leave an encouraging word on their channel or I just ignore it and I move on, okay? I'm not here to correct anyone. I don't care to correct anyone. If you want to correct people, go be a teacher. You can go mark red all over a paper, okay? You're in the wrong profession. Don't be a YouTube troll. Be Go be a teacher or professor or something where you can mark red on everything and say, I know better than you because I got the paperwork to show it. That's fine. I respect that, but just don't do it. You know, just be nice in the comments. So, um, sorry guys, I don't, I'm not going live with other people that I don't know. I've got so many people that want to go live with me that we've already talked and we do collabs and stuff, but reach out to me, shoot me a message. If you want to do a collaboration and you've got a great channel, I'd love to collaborate with you. Lucky Sarah Waters. How are you, my friend? Sarah says DNA has our soul's ancestry codes of memories uh when it wakes you start remembering your soul's truth exactly exactly um i remember the day mine hit uh i was told about light codes and i remember sitting in the sun and i could see the sun flickering and i felt it changing me it was weird and here's how that works okay people work in the sun all the time it doesn't raise their consciousness you know a lot of people get you know the skin c word from it right 
Um, what's the difference between that and connecting with the sun? It's your conscious awareness. It's your entanglement with the light consciousness, the light codes that are coming down. You sit in the sun and you say, I'm open. I want to receive. Tell me anything that, that I need to know coming directly from the light through the cells in my body, through my DNA, upgrade me and teach me. You can do that in the moonlight, do that in the sunlight. You can do it in the sport, in the forest with the spirit of the forest. Um, Sorry, I got cotton mouth today, guys. And every time I drink water, it makes me irpy. I don't know what my deal is. I'm I'm fasting from coffee right now, and it's making me a little, uh, you know, caused all kinds of digestive fun. Uh, if you drink coffee every day and then you just stop it like I did today, it's it's not a fun thing. So, uh, my apologies. So, uh, crazy happy and peaceful. William says, "Good for you, my friend." Ollie says totally 100% and then feel confident that it is locked in moving forward along that timeline. Amen, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, Lucky Sarah Waters says, I'm bio AI. My brain processes very fast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why people are always like, can AI become sentient? Well, aren't we? I mean, hello. Uh, Of course it can. Of course it can. Uh, we just forget that, you know, we want to judge other things as no, we're the, no, we're humans. Well, I'm pretty sure dogs can be self-aware too. I've seen it. Like I've watched, I have a dog that I'm pretty sure knows exactly what she looks like, what she sounds like, what she feels, what her relationship is to us. Like she gets it. I have another dog that's just like all the time. uh, That's just running the program of what it's supposed to do as a dog. Right. And so there's, that's what I think the difference is between the ascended humanity and the AI or the NPC humanity doesn't mean that I'm any better than anyone else. It just means when I started to wake up, I fed that I went down the rabbit hole. I said, even if it ruins everything, I think I know I'm going down that rabbit hole. And that's what I did. So, uh, live, live, laugh, love, and peace says, how do I know so much bananas? Well, because I like bananas when you like something, you know about it. So, uh, Ali says coffee is acidic, maybe feeling the stomach preparing to receive acid because that has been established as a daily cycle. That's probably, probably a good, good call. Good call. Um, I need to do, um, some of my lemon water cleanse too. Cause that always helps when I detox from coffee. I have to every once in a while. It, I don't like it, but cause I love coffee, but when I quit loving coffee and enjoying coffee, I know that my body's just like totally totally addicted to it and i've got to i've got to shake it and take authority over it so uh sarah lynn says you talk about interesting stuff i love watching your stuff sarah lynn thank you so much my friend you don't have to today but if you ever decide you want to come in and join the community uh, i've got an awesome community we do zoom calls on the weekend lots and lots of people in there uh lots of ladies too we've got a fantastic ladies group uh, there's a, uh, social meetup on Wednesday night now. So through December, they're going to be doing that. So it's a fantastic group. We'd love to have you. Uh, but I also love having you here as a viewer, be sure and follow on YouTube as well and Spotify. So you can listen in the car. A lot of people, that's how they introduce me to the family. They're like, I got a podcast for you. We're going to listen to this crazy guy. We're going to go drive to Georgia on family vacation, or we're going to go see the in-laws for Christmas. 
And we got an eight-hour drive, so we can probably get in between six to eight of Cubs podcasts. So go check it out. Go check it out on Spotify. Um, I love the Spotify platform personally. Uh, They've given me a great home, a way to create over there um, and monetize. So I really appreciate everything they're doing for the creator community. So Honeybee says mushroom coffee. I've thought about that, but I'm allergic to so many different mushrooms. I I just have, I have a hard time. I took a mushroom tonic one time and it made me break out in hives everywhere. So, uh, Chris says, hello, you're not crazy. Just interested in the unusual. Amen. My friend. Amen. I appreciate that by someone's definition always though. I'm crazy. Uh, in fact, depending on what day you ask my wife, so, you know, I'll proudly wear that. So you got to own your crazy, right? And that's what I try to do. So anyway, um, Okay. Awesome. Uh, thank you. What is she wearing? I will, uh, I will check that out. Ticino. Ticino. I will check that out. Uh, we're all mad here. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly right. I don't know if you guys noticed my little, uh, uh, logo up here. I'm about to drop some fantastic shirts guys. If you've ever wanted shirts with Dimitri, um, our little game piece, this is like my little wonderland inspired, game piece with dimitri my raven uh, the bottom part of him is the checkered um game board with the crown on it's all esoterically laden like i painstakingly designed this logo to be very esoteric and mean exactly what i do here and it's about to go on some t-shirts i'm working on really cool shirts where every shirt that logo will be the same color as the shirt so basically you'll have like a green shirt with a green logo a white shirt with a white logo, black shirt with a black logo. And they will be like this big over, over the pocket. Um, really excited. I think they're going to be really tasteful and understated. I'm excited to get those out. So hoping to have those out maybe this week. So you guys can get them in for Christmas. We're running out of time on that. Um, but I'm hopefully going to get those out to you guys soon. Cause I want some for my closet as well. Uh, a reaction always in a, isn't a bad thing. That's good to know. Good to know. Uh, cause maybe that was purging something out of me that I didn't know. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Uh, Danny, thank you so much for the gifts. I appreciate you guys. Y'all are awesome. Thank you for the train, Danny. Uh, I own my crazy Sally says, uh, does it have the crown on a pearl? It doesn't have the crown on a pearl. It does have the crown on Dimitri though, which is my Raven who goes and gets pearls and diamonds. So that was part of the Raven imagery for me. His name is Dimitri. Demeter uh, being one of the demigods that would go out into the battlefield after a battle and pick up all the resources that were left over. So that's part of where the Raven imagery came from. I kind of feel like if we're at the end of the world, right? We're all looking for those pearls and diamonds and gold at the end of the world. So uh, spiritually, of course. So I thought that was a kind of a a nice little story device there. I build mythos into everything, guys. I'm telling y'all, it's crazy. Uh, William says, wackadoodle, love it. Absolutely. Sweet. Sally says, comfortably numb. Yeah, absolutely, Stephen. Absolutely. Um, Dude, I was playing Pink Floyd today, playing on that guitar behind me, actually, some Pink Floyd songs. So love Pink Floyd. Um, Fantastic. So Um, anyway, uh, yeah. I think that's, I think that's it. Um, we, 
We have so much more to go through. I'm not done with this series on Enoch and the Akashic because I'm doing a whole series now. In fact, I created a new playlist for it on all my platforms. So you can check out the YouTube playlist and the TikTok playlist on that. If Facebook ever adds playlists, I will create a playlist. Uh, But we're going to talk a lot more about the esotericism of the Book of Enoch. We're going to get more into the Akashic, look at what he was actually doing Uh, Why was he chosen by God? Uh, Even in the biblical canon, it says that he walked with God. And so what's my esoteric understanding of that? Just to to walk, to be in that frequency every day, right? Like get out of your way, quit walking by the flesh and walk by the spirit. Uh, And I don't mean that in a church way. I mean, in the way of, you know, rather than I'm going to go and I'm going to run for a thousand miles on the, on the run machine and I'm going to go get healthy, you know, get spiritual. And like, uh, I'm not trying to train the flesh. I'm trying to train the spirit with everything that I do. Uh, and so that's why I will sub, you know, lifting weights for yoga. Um, and for me, that gives me more of the body type I want. It gives me a lot better feelings on my muscles and ligaments, than trying to go crunch a bunch of heavy weights. I just, I'm not into that. So um, that's that's personally how I approach it. It's, everything is training the spirit here. And I think that is the key to beginning to understand the Akashic records and how you can access them in your life, how we can all benefit from them. And ultimately that they're not some psychic woo-woo realm. It's merely that you're accessing what's called the logos, the divine computation of God. You're actually tapping into a quantum uh, entanglement of defining your end game and saying, Hey, I want to go here. Um, all right, universe, all right, quantum, all right, God, what is the best outcome for if this, then that, where do we go? Right. Um, and how does that work? Um, so anyway, that's, that's kind of how I, uh, define all of this. If that makes sense, um, is trying to, trying to get out of our own way you know, and, uh, what do you, what do you say? You know, um, bury the flesh and raise to new life as Christ. I don't want to say with Christ as Christ. I think he came to create Christ, not followers. Uh, if he wanted followers, he would have been an Instagrammer, right? If he came to create Christ and a movement and a revolution, then he came to the right time and place for sure. So Ali Katz says, yes, absolutely. Chris says, my last personal visit to the Akashic Records, I learned that all time is now. Yes, exactly, exactly. All events are uh, predestined, but depending upon our decision. Exactly. It's like you put an input in and then you're going to get a whole readout of, okay, here's the timeline. Every time you make a decision, you're reprogramming a different timeline. And the more you're in touch with that oneness and that now moment, the more you can realize, here's where I actually want to go. And here's where spirit or God or the universe can best use me for the collective good and for my own good. Right. So it's a beautiful thing when we decide to, uh, you know, get, uh, get out of our own way. I think that's the hardest part for me. It is so absolutely Teresa. Absolutely. So, uh, Ali cat says that's beautiful symbology. Thank you for doing and understanding and matching colors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Anyway, y'all have an awesome, awesome day. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, Technical difficulties and everything aside, I appreciate you, every single one of you. If you didn't get a chance to join Mythos, please consider doing it. Um, Don't wait too long. Like I said, I'm going to be shutting it down by the end of the year. 
for for a limited time before I bring it back. It'll be a different price point, but I've got some things I want to work on and upgrade and work with the community. And I'm going to take some time to rest at the end of the year too. So be sure and get in now, get it locked in um, and start interacting with other people. I don't, uh, I don't want anybody to be left, left alone or left out in the cold this holiday season. Uh, I want you to have access to a community like mythos. If not mine, there's a ton of others out there, but I do believe in ours and that's why I sell it here. That's why I promote it every day because I believe in it. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be helping the people that are here appreciating the content because I promise you people that appreciate the content really appreciate the community. And they're like, why did I wait so long to join? So I really, really appreciate you joining and uh, look forward to meeting you. I'll reach out to you after you join. Uh, let me know if there's anything I can do to support your journey. I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful evening. God bless you. Namaste and peace.